this is Alicia. And this is Rafa. And this is What Does It Feel Like Today? Yeah. Yeah. So um, we're going to go with a little different type of show today. We decided just to talk about everyday things that we've experienced during the week this week um, and just trying to keep it real. First, I would like to start off with the weather in Orlando, Florida this week has been amazing. So amazing. So pardon the background noise. I'm outside at my favorite little Mexican tamale cafe on the corner of Curry Ford and Bumby with the best sangrias. Yum. I wish I was there with you. Because <laughs> you know, I love me some Mexican. <laughs> but you are so right. The weather is just been amazing this week. Yes, the weather's been so good that my little 17-year-old poodle mix is yelling at me nonstop to take him out, which you'll probably hear him in a few minutes. He, he's standing right next to me and uh, he'll start barking in a few minutes for me to take him out for a walk. Oh, what's his name again? I forgot. It's Piglet. <laughs> I love that. I freaking love that. That's an awesome name. And uh, Piglet is the boss of the house. Oh, I could tell by the picture you sent me. Yeah, I was trying to, I, Raphael and I were trying to uh, get the podcast going this morning and I had to take Piglet out for a walk and he wouldn't let me come back in with him. He's like, "Uh uh-uh, we're staying out here. He wants to be outside. So Rafa, you this week told me about this new documentary on, um, oh, HBO HBO Max, Alan versus Pharaoh. Oh my gosh. Did you watch uh, the, I've, I've already two episodes in. Uh, did you watch the first one yet? Okay. So I'm two episodes in. Cause you know me, I'm a binge watcher. I start watching something. I'm going to keep watching it till I can't watch it anymore. Unfortunately. Um, yeah. And sometimes I'll stay up all night doing that. But anyways, Mike and I watched it and I have to say it was very upsetting to me. Did you, how did you feel? Um, I, I had a lot of mixed emotions at first. I was intrigued. We finally get to hear the story. Um, and then, um, I also thought it was just going to be an hour long documentary. I was like my, and I was even, even more so drawn in that they're making it into a docu-series where they're releasing an episode every week. But as people start telling their, their, their version of the story, like Mia, her, her friends, um, the, the kids, I was just like, I got a little upset with the adults. I'm like, the signs are there. You should always go with your gut you know, and raise the flag and they kind of brushed it over, you know, cause it's Woody, you know, it's a celebrity or whatever. I don't know. Like, I felt like the adults were making excuses for him at that time. Yeah. I completely agree with you. Totally agree with you on that. The definitely the signs to the point where you even had psychiatrists that lived in your building saying this behavior seems highly inappropriate with mm-hmm. your daughter. And I get the fact that you love this person. You want to believe them. But sometimes, and I mean, this to me is a message to everyone. If you have, if your intuition is saying something's off, go with that. Go with that. Protect your child at all costs. 100%. You know, um, you know, just the Hollywood thing, you know, like, you know, only people see so much, but it's the people in the immediate circle, like their neighbors, their friends, you know, their close ones were, were brushing it off. Um, And I thought it was odd. I don't know if you got the second episode where they talk about how when she finally wanted to contact the psychiatrist, she was on vacation or something like that. And then what do you do? Like, oh, well, wait. I don't know. I, I got upset, too. I'm with you. Yeah. I got upset. Yeah, it, it was very upsetting. There's no expiration for what he did. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Because 
Dylan is going to have to live with that for the rest of her life. That is something that does not leave every single person that I know that has been molested. It is a lifelong struggle. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, and, and you and I, we both know people that have gone through um, yeah. uh, an invasion of their, of their, yeah. of their youth, you know, uh, yeah. taken away from them. A huge part of them is taken away by being forced upon or coerced or groomed is the term. Yeah. And that's what he was doing. He was grooming Dylan to be friendly, to be huggy and affectionate until finally, you know, things happened. And it was shocking. I was very shocked to hear that story. Mm. Um, and um, it's what's even more shocking is how often these things happen that we're not aware of on a day to day. Well, and 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 with that being said, we'll finish on that note with this co- with this topic is it is prevalent. You do need to protect your children and you do need mm-hmm. to watch. And if you do see something that's off with a kid, an adult acting inappropriately, speak up, speak out, say something. Mm-hmm. Don't be worried about their feelings, worry about the child and their future and what they're going to have to go through. Amen. 100%. So, um, but that was very interesting and you recommended it to me and I thank you for that. I'm glad it was good to finally start to open the book on stuff that you heard. And I feel like the documentary is doing a very good job at showing all sides. Yes. It's being very honest, very honest. Yeah, it's out there. I think I think it's it's so out there that Woody Allen, I think, is suing. I think you told me he's suing HBO. Oh no, I didn't know that. However, yeah, I yeah. they did say that their son Moses um retracted a statement that was pretty much, you know, not for Woody. It was against Woody, but he retracted that. So I do appreciate that they're giving all sides of the story. And yeah. And yeah. Yeah, just a side note, and then we'll change to the next topic. But yeah, Moses was like, he was like a young, one of the young boys that Mia adopted, um, uh, younger than Sun Yi and older than Dylan. But he idolized Woody Allen. Like he wanted to be an actor. He loved Woody Allen so much. Yeah. So I could see probably struggling a little bit. Yes. So also this week, I've had a lot of um, really positive things happen for me. Um, My career has kind of taken a halt. So I've gone down some new avenues. So I'm doing social media marketing, which has been a lot of fun. And I'm learning a lot about it. You're so good at that. This is perfect for you. Yeah, I love the creative side of it. But anyways, with that being said, I'm meeting all these really cool people. So I did meet a life coach, not just a life coach. She's a healer. So it was very interesting to have that conversation with her. I asked her too. I said, would you like to come on my podcast? Because I find what you do would be incredibly interesting. So how has your week been so far? My week's been great, but I don't know about you, but I think since... um, since the beginning of the year in the transition of power from the election, I just feel like there's less negativity on social media. I feel like there's less negativity being pushed out on TV channels. I just feel like everyone is just being a lot nicer to each other. I, I definitely agree with that. I feel like too, you have to stay at that vibration too, because negativity um, is our natural tendency actually is to be negative. So it's easy to go to. It is. Yeah. It is. Your brain is actually wired to be negative. And I'm sure it's something out of protection, you know, 
in the wild, you know, when we were hunters and gatherers, you know, to get, well, that you know, makes sense like to always kind of be aware like that, that might not be. So it's something you have to fight daily is to be positive. But once I I'll, go ahead, that makes sense. No, I was going to say that makes sense. Cause I always tease my partner that I call him a woodland creature. Like he's an introvert. He doesn't want people near him. And I always say, Hey, get away. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Cause that's funny. I guess that's who we're attracted to because my husband's similar to that too. He's actually an introvert and he forces himself out of that because of me, because I'm not an introvert. <laughs> Complete opposite. We're both complete opposites. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not going to lie though. I do have introverted aspects to my personality. There are moments where I'm like, okay, I don't want to be around anybody. I don't want well, to. That's, well, that's the recovery. That's the yes. recovery because you get yeah. burned out from sharing all your energy, engaging people and you got to recuperate that. Yeah. I'm the same way. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, now I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Oh, okay. Negative fighting, negative yes. thoughts. You have to really, um, go to that positive vibration and mm-hmm. force yourself to, and it's funny how, and I don't know about you, but when I go to a positive state and I can keep that going, um, I kind, I call it the secret. Cause it's basically the secret. Mm-hmm. It is crazy when you are positive and you think in a positive man- manner, how it's kind of like, um, you know, it just gathers and con- continues and continues. And if you can stay at that level, life is really actually good. Yeah. It's um law of attraction. I've heard yes. of that as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Law of, of attraction. So the yeah, more you exactly. stay in that realm of happiness, bliss, feeling good, thinking everything's going to work out, even when it doesn't, you just like push that aside and go and you find the good in that moment. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, you're just sucking it in. No, I'm just saying, I think people take a shortcut to get to that happiness. That's why they do, you know, drugs or they drink because they think it'll be a temporary happiness. But what happens is there's an opposite, opposite effect, right? Alcohol is really a depressant. So people think they're happy. They think they're in that moment where they want to be happy all the time. But guess what? For every action is an opposite reaction. So they're taking a shortcut to achieve that happiness. And there's a withdrawal yeah. that comes with it, which is the depression. Well, and, and, um, I got to tell you too, this week has been really actually an amazing week for me. I've just reconnected with a friend from high school. So we were talking and I was telling her what I was doing and it kind of goes with the life coach that I met in Texas. She's a life coach and introduced me to the life coach in Texas. Um, however, we were just talking and I was telling her everything that I'm interested in and what I'm doing. And she said, Alicia, I just feel like I'm getting this message for you. And it's, my message is enjoy the journey. And it really kind of set me back. And I had to mm-hmm. sit for a minute and meditate on it because I'm like, that is exactly what I needed to hear. And that is kind of becoming my mantra right now is when I'm feeling like stressed out, cause I'm trying to push forward and push forward. Cause I am someone that's a go-getter and I like to have stuff going in my life. I I am taking a step back and saying, you know what? It's okay that this isn't going exactly at the speed that you want it to go. Enjoy the journey. And honestly, meditating, thinking of that, I just keep pulling that back in and it has rescued me from some negative thoughts, speaking of Mm -hmm. negative thoughts and going to negative places. That is so true. I just had this conversation with someone that I was listening to a keynote speaker about, about meditating. And they were saying that basically... You just put yourself in a quiet place and you just take inventory and like picture yourself sitting at a riverbank or a stream 
and everything from the day before is going by and you just look at it and observe like, oh, okay, I remember that. That was good. Oh, wait, I remember that. Well, all right. This is why I reacted that way. Well, that's probably, maybe I need to work on that because that wasn't on me. That was on that situation or on that person. It gives you a time to take inventory. And we don't, we don't allow ourselves to do that anymore because we're so bombarded with social media, with work, with commitments, with, with marketing to purchase things, you know, for instant gratification that we forget to take a step back and take an inventory of our lives to reflect, to have gratitude, to look at ways to improve, um, um, you know, through our thought process. So um, there's a lot to be said about meditating. Well, so yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. I think we need to bring her on board and, and have an, and bring her onto the podcast. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, we'll definitely yeah. do that. The With you saying that, that's really interesting because I feel like, um, I feel like with COVID, for me at least, it's kind of set me on this reset in my life. Not saying that I'm not going to go back into event planning. I don't know where I'm going to end up when this is all done and we're back without mask and, you know, the world's working. I mean, it's definitely going to be working in a different way, but I feel like I've had such a hard time because it's kind of like this calmness. I've had to slow down and be present in the moment. And that has been actually really difficult for me, which you would think that it wouldn't be that we're so distracted that I feel like I've enjoyed the distraction. It's been really hard to take that step back and kind of reflect on my life. And where I was going. Yeah. They called it the gaslighting, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you, have you felt like that at all? I feel like you've, you know, recovered very well during this pandemic. I did. did. Luckily, you know, finding a job right away after getting laid off after the gaslighting of the great pause. um, Mm -hmm. I found the great pause very enlightening. Um, I started gardening. I started, um, you know, working on my home, working on myself, reinventing my space. Um, almost like reclaiming my space. Um, but, and then, you know, I got laid off and then that was a little bit of a challenge, which caused me to reinvent myself. Like, you know, what is my purpose? What can I do? You know, we only have so much time on this planet. What can, and that's why I started the consulting and you were there every step of the way. And that brought me a lot of happiness, but I also got a job in the meantime. And I'm not so sure corporate America is for me anymore. You know, I feel, I feel like there's a lot of pressure that since we're working remotely, that we have to be at the toe constantly. Like, I feel like I'm going through like five meetings a day in my previous role. We had like three meetings or four meetings a week, five meetings a week, not like five meetings a day. It's, I feel like there's a pressure to be more productive since we're remote. Like, what are you doing? Like you should be doing something, you know, let's have a meeting about it. You know? How productive can you be? This is the one thing too, that I've always felt about conference calls and meetings. Mm-hmm. We have these meetings in corporate America and know what? Nothing gets done. No, it doesn't. It's you're on to the next meeting. I'm like, let's stop with the meetings. Give, you know, you're going to do tasks, start tasking right. out, do them. And then even just do a little check-in. Do you have to have like yeah. a on a long conversation about it. Yeah. Sometimes it so just that's like we're meeting to death in the club. <laughs> <laughs> so true. It, it is. is so true. My partner and I are going through the same thing and we talked about it. And he, and you know, he's a he's a much more high profile person than I am. And he works in healthcare and um and, and insurance. And he was just saying that people are getting burned out. 
people are getting burned out that they want to go back to the office so they can be left alone. <laughs> it is true. I'm finding, I'm actually finding it really hard because I'm trying to reinvent myself, my business. So I've started a new business in social media marketing and ads. And um, I'm having such a hard time because being at home, everybody, I got to pick up my daughter at two o'clock. It's, I just start getting into my job and something comes up with family Mm -hmm. or I have the dog barking at me to take him out for the 10th time and he does not give up, you know? And that's what I'm like, I would like to have an office today. Yeah. That's why, that's why having your own space is important. I'm glad you, you have a space you're talking about, you know, redecorating it. And I think that's good for you. I think don't give up on that. All right. Here's the problem with my office is the office shares the kitty litter. So that really just grosses me out. <laughs> oh, hey, speaking of kitty litter, I, I am not a kitty litter fan, but I saw something on social media where they take those large Rubbermaid containers that you would use for like storing Christmas decorations, that type yeah. of thing. Oh, they cut they, it open? They cut it open and place the litter in there. So it's like they have a double room. Like they go in that and then they go into the contained kitty litter because the kitty litter pan has a, a, a lid over it as well yeah so it's like a double it's like a double seal so it's not as invasive or intrusive oh that's FYI. and then just to clean well, it you just lift the lid and you clean it and yeah okay so. so let me tell you about another product that's available <laughs> no one in my family will let me do this it's called city kitty this is city. an ingenious product our friend you and i we both have a friend sonia who she has trained her cat to go on the toilet. I am so sorry. No, I, I would am not for that. Okay. No. I am for that because I hate no. cleaning out the kitty litter. It's no, disgusting. No. I, no, breathe- as a guy, as a guy, I don't want to like wake up in the morning and stroll with my underwear and then see the cat squatting and staring at me like, yeah, you got something? You got something to say? No. <laughs> <laughs> It is totally like that. It is totally like that. But it, okay. Yeah, you don't want to share your toilet. So the kids are like, absolutely not, mom. We are not sharing. And, you know, kitty, kitties don't wipe. And like, you know, what if they have like a little extra seepage or something and they leave it on the toilet seat? No. They're probably pretty clean and good with their aim. I'm just going to say that. It's just a thought. I really am for it because I hate cleaning up kitty litter and I keep trying to think of ways that I can not have to do that. Well, I'm going to challenge you, Alicia, and maybe we can do an episode about this and about reclaiming your space and your office. I think you'll feel 100% better if you take that room and really dedicate it uh, for your creativity and your productivity. Yeah, you're right. You're right. The room. Okay. So I have a dedicated room. It's an office, but I've been trying to get it to be only my room and my office, but everybody seems to put all their stuff in there. Yeah. Um, you need to claim, reclaim it. Yeah. I'm reclaim like, if you it. don't want that stuff. If you're putting it in my office, obviously you need to Marie Kondo it. Love it. That's and- right. Oh, that's a good reference. Marie Kondo. Yes. Yeah. Get rid of it. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> I know. What was I reading? I was reading something the other day. I'm like, yep, just love it and let it go. It does feel good. And they do say that having a very clean space is definitely um, clears the mind, which I completely agree with. In fact, in fact, Rafa's out today because he has his housekeeper in cleaning his house. So when he gets home, he's going to get to enjoy a clean. Yes, first 
yes, first world problems, but it's yeah. nice. Yes. Yeah. To have someone clean. Yes, for sure. And also with speaking of clean and first world problems, Ratha has had this time, like he was speaking earlier about how he's been reinventing himself, reinventing his space and some things that he's done in his own home. He's really, I love that. So let's talk about that for a few minutes. Yeah. You know, um, you know, time is money, right? And if you have the time to, um, the money to spend on something that will bring you joy, do it, you know? And in this case, I enjoyed how I reclaimed my spare bedroom, like what you're about to do and make it into my own personal office right before the pandemic. It was like perfect timing. And I went with a dark, rich color, um, called, um, it's like a charcoal gray. And it brings me so much comfort that I decided to take the risk and do it in my living room and dining room. And, um, and I was struggling for a while, like, should I go that dark? Should I not go that dark? And I cannot tell you how thrilled I am that I went with a dark color in my living space because it just makes the artwork pop. So, um, it was, I, I, I found someone to paint, um, to paint. They did it in like four hours. That's, that was the best part. They weren't that expensive. Um, they were a little messy on the floor, but that's no big deal. It's latex paint, but they, they did my living room and dining room in four hours and they did the baseboards and the crown molding and the door trim and the door window casing and all monochromatic. And now I get to appreciate my artwork on the walls and my photography even more. Oh gosh. And Rafa is so creative and such a good photographer artistic photographer. Oh, I keep telling him he needs to sell his stuff on Etsy. Actually, I will get some pictures of his um, photography and post it on Instagram today. Okay. Yeah. Go for it. I'll give yeah, you my send me some stuff or can they follow you on your Instagram page and see, cause yeah. you have a lot of pictures on there. Absolutely. Yeah. It's Fafi Luhu. It's really easy, but um, yeah, we, I'll, we can put it on the, on the podcast for sure. Yeah. But all of my really good pictures are on Flickr and I'll share that link. Uh, Flickr.com. Okay. okay. Once that I say, oh yeah, that's a keeper. Yeah. So thank, thank, thanks for the chat. Thanks for the toot. I appreciate that. Well, I mean, I'm serious. You are so artistic. I, it's so funny. Cause I, you know, you're so good at everything you do. I think that. And when I see your foot, I'm like, here's another thing that he's really good at. What can this man not do? <laughs> I'm not good at roller skating. <laughs> okay. That's okay. I'm, I'm, though... I'm too afraid to roller skate at the stage. I'd wipe out and have a broken hip or something. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was thinking of, I, I pick, I keep picturing you um, re- uh, reenacting Xanadu. Oh yeah. In my mind, that's the only place <laughs> that that's going to happen at this age. <laughs> that's the only thing for me too, as well. It's so funny too. Like speaking of Xanadu, I have to say I follow um, Sarah Blakely on um instagram and i did i knew who she was i'd seen her on um oprah and stuff talking about Spanx and everything but i never really you know followed her or followed her and her company so it's been a joy to follow her on instagram because you know she's around our age she's actually your age she just turned 50 and she hey hey i still have a few more months okay i know i know let's (laughs) but she just okay she's not your age she's actually older than you Thank you. So anyways, for her birthday, she did a 70s themed birthday party at a roller skating ring. It was super cute and cool. And she is just an awesome person. And I think, and actually she did work in Disney entertainment 
for a little bit. Oh, I don't know when. I or, know that. Yeah. So she grew up in Tampa, Florida, but it's just so funny to watch her. And I'm sure most people that are around her age that grew up in the seventies would enjoy her because she's all about Greece and Xanadu and has the same kind of personality that we have, you know, very fun loving and just a, outgoing. Yeah, yeah. Outgoing and just a funny, funny, fun type of individual. So happy birthday, awesome. Sarah. Happy birthday, Sarah. So now it's time for a recap. Woody Allen, keep your Woody away from me. <laughs> Oh, that's bad. <laughs> that's really bad. Um, happiness. Choose your happiness and meditate. Sarah Blakely. Shitty kitty. Get off my toilet. <laughs> it's actually city kitty. I know. I know. <laughs> I think it's a great idea. I don't have a problem with it. Reclaim your space. Make a space for yourself. Oh, yeah. Definitely reclaim. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> that was funny.